Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It is the owner and general manager of your Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Hey, Kevin, Corey, good to be on with you guys. And uh, uh, nervous, 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 getting ready for Sunday. Okay, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I am nervous as well. Is there anything in particular you will do over the next two, two and a half days to calm your nerves? Uh, I'll keep a close eye on McCarthy, make sure he's uh, uh, strong and, and uh, ready to go. Uh, but um, other than that, and right now, uh, he's, uh, there's no change in anything he's going to be doing, and he's been able to really effectuate the uh, uh, practices this week. Uh, so uh, we haven't missed a beat out there. And so uh, we'll be business as usual from that coaching standpoint. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll make sure that he doesn't need to uh, uh, take a seat down there on the sideline someplace. I remember Barry Switzer had a back problem. Now, it was the Pro Bowl over in Hawaii, which wasn't a regular game. But Barry went over and sat down on the – uh, on the bench while the game was going on at the Pro Bowl. And, uh, but he was suffering from a terrible uh, pain at that time, back problems. But uh, that's the only other time I've had a, uh, a uh, involvement in uh, uh, your coach uh, uh, maybe having some limitations on the sideline. When we mentioned the appendicitis on air, everybody who's ever had that immediately like texted in and goes, oh, my gosh, that pain is terrible, and that can be really serious. I know he's okay, but was there any worry in the moment when you're like, hey, he's got to go get surgery right now? Well, I think uh, I'm just concerned about uh, immediately go to his immediate well-being and his health. And uh, you're absolutely right. Anytime you have surgery, I think his – uh, serious enough for concern, and uh, that manifests itself a lot of ways. I know when I had mine out, uh, uh, you stayed in the hospital 10 days, so it was a hospitalized thing automatically for a, a length of time. Mine had ruptured while I was in college, and uh, frankly, I would appear with had bouts of terrible nausea. I remember we played Texas A&M, and I got, I was so weak that I couldn't even go in or couldn't even get dressed. And they said, well, you're the only one that knows the plays behind uh, Tommy Brazier, who's a great uh, pro coach later on. And he gets hurt the first play. And I was so weak and nausea that I couldn't even think about playing. Well, I ran out there and played, uh, graded out the best game I ever played, played the best I'd ever played. Uh, it all went away when you hit the heat of the action. Jerry, the, I know a lot of things happen very quickly, but w is there an, a plan uh, in place in case he's like, look, I, can't, I just can't make it through this? I know he's back in the building, and is that something you all start working on today, or is there already something in place 
for if something was to happen during the game? No, every, every uh, uh, of, of all the things you're familiar with, probably the succession or who's going to take over a duty uh, with coaches is about as well thought out and planned as anything you'll ever see. And it is literally planned down to the Nats, you know what. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that was in place but even before uh, he had this issue with appendicitis. Uh, I know Kevin asked what you're going to do to kind of calm your nerves, and it sounds like you're focusing on the work. Jerry, I'll, I'll just drink some bourbon, if that's okay. Does that, does that work, that I can drink some bourbon during this time? Well, you remind me of one real bad year I was having, and I'm an owner that I really do respect. Uh, I was talking with him, and uh, he had called and said, uh, uh, I want to talk to you about the bad season you're having. And he said, I've got some advice for you. And I said, okay, here goes. I get a lot of advice lately. He said, drink a lot. Mm-hmm. So that was his anecdote to having a bad season. But here we are in a good season, Kevin. Yes, yeah, we're okay. in a good season right That's now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and this is a good season. The Cowboys are in a win streak, winning streak. Obviously, the Eagles are at the top of the division. I know this is a huge rivalry game. Anyway, you've got dueling MVP candidates. It feels like the whole season has been leading up to this moment, this Sunday, does it not? Well, I think when you have uh, as much at stake, uh, you have uh, – very legitimate uh, uh, positioning uh, and a real uh, advantage uh, as to uh, uh, getting a buy in the playoff, those type of things. I don't believe you draw it up where short of having to go home and your season is over if you lose, which is the case in the playoff, uh, I don't think you can put any more out there. And that's what we have. And, uh, boy, we – recognize what an outstanding team. Their record speaks for itself. Uh, Parcells, great line. You are what you are. And their record speaks for themselves. And uh, they're that kind of team. Uh, For us to go out here and beat them, it's going to have to be a Herculean effort. Uh, It can be. We can do it, of course. And if we do, uh, we'll have the uh, uplift and we'll have the rewards that go with that. Hey uh, Jerry, I, I just wanted to follow up real quick. Is the is the 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 order then that Dan Quinn would come down to the sideline and then like Schottenheimer would be the play caller there? Those are uh, uh, those are details that uh, I'm sure uh, the the moment the time that you're in, uh, but uh, 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 they may change that uh, uh, during the game. Who knows? Okay. All right. When you when you see Deron Bland getting picked on a little bit, but then also still converting interceptions, do you think that like he's this is this player personally is now taking it personal and he's seeing that the league is starting to try and challenge him even more? Well, there's no question that your more accomplished players uh, get more attention, and uh, uh, all you would do is sit in a game plan planning session, and you'll see the highlighted players that that get special uh, blocking uh, or uh, in the case of a of a, uh, they just get the recognition they deserve to be that type of player and uh, that usually loosens it up someplace else now, and so that's that's a, that's how you have to adjust 
when you see one that's being double teamed a lot, Michael Parsons, for instance, with us, then you got to be putting the pressure on them. They've got, they've given up something to get that done. And so, uh, uh, if Bland is uh, uh, picked on, uh, or if Bland is stayed away from, uh, we've got to adjust and take what they give us. Clearly, Micah Parsons, you just referenced, having an amazing season. On the flip side, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Jalen Carter, the Eagles are pretty formidable on their defensive front. How do you feel the Cowboys' offensive line is playing right now, and how do you feel like they match up Sunday night? Well, we've got a good read. We played them, uh, uh, what was it, a month ago. and uh, uh, But anyway, we've got a good read on uh, – uh, what our challenge, what our challenges are, and uh, I would uh, uh, expect some adjustments that they will have made. But in general, I think we're going to match up pretty well. Uh, and uh, at Cox is a uh, Hall of Famer, and uh, he's always given us a lot of problems. Uh, but um, uh, uh, I think that uh, the kind of things that we're doing, the kind of things they're doing. Uh, motion's been giving us a lot of problems, pre-stat motion. They're not a big pre-stat motion team, but they might have gotten that way since they watched uh, the success that Seattle had against us with pre-snap motion. Jerry, the um, Michael Gallup's targets have been down of recent, and it makes sense. CeeDee Lamb's targets have been very high. His numbers have been there. Is it is it fair that like there are a lot of Cowboys fans out there that have been talking about this, uh, texting into the show? Is it fair to want more out of what Gallup's production's been? Well, I think uh, so. Uh, uh, I think Gallup's best is the deep ball, and he high points the ball, and he makes uh, he makes those catches, contested catches. He can make them deep. Uh, that's Dak's, uh, one of Dak's very best qualities is a deep ball. And the way he throws it deep, it loops, uh, has a good arc on it. Gallup was made to catch that ball and can go up and get it. Uh, those are uh, uh, those are plays that can uh, really be meaningful. They have been for Gallup and Dak in the past. Let's get some more of them. Do you have any theories then as to why that has not particularly been the case this year? I don't know that there's any theory. You've just uh, um, um, got to catch. Uh, the ball has to be where he can get up and get it. And when it is, he's got to come down with it. And uh, so, uh, uh, again, uh, it's not that they don't know that. Uh, when I say the, that, that they, it's coaches and the players. They all know this. And so uh, uh, you've got uh, – uh, we've got a lot of options to go. Our tight end situation's really coming around. Uh, we've got what I think to be uh, as good a receiving threat as uh, we've had in quite some time. Well, that's got to do with Dak, but it's got to do with those receivers as well. Uh, they're running uh, crisper, better routes. They're running through their routes so that uh, if they don't get the ball, they've got the defensive guys trying to cover them which opens it up for somebody else. So I'm pretty pleased right now with the way the passing game's going. I know you got the opportunity to talk with Sean and RJ on Tuesday about Shaq Leonard. I'm, I'm curious, have you moved on from that? Are you still a little frustrated that he went to your rivals? And what do you anticipate from him on Sunday? 
Well, they're not going to let me move on from it because exactly as you put it, he's going to be playing more than likely. And uh, so, uh, and he will uh, uh, be better for them or they wouldn't have brought him on the team. So uh, uh, I haven't moved up front. I'm going to get to watch it Sunday. It's like what could have been a girlfriend showing up at your bar every single time, man. Yeah. All right, so. (laughs) Well, let's don't go that far. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, the uh, you know we've been asking this question all week, and I, and I think we use the the term hate, but dislike is is a is a term that you can also use. When was the moment that you realized that the Philly fan base was different, and maybe you disliked that that bunch? Well, I did it early. Uh, they're actually uh, there's some uh, pretty good fans up there, and. Uh, They've kind of got a culture, a way of expressing themselves that uh, uh, has a, a lot of directness to it. And uh, I'm going to call it directness. Uh, but I uh, remember I used to go up there with a great educator named Father Tribune, and his family lived there. So he went with us. Every time we played in Philadelphia, he would go with us. And he'd walk with me up through the – as I'd go to our um, place where we watch the game – and as I'd go to and from the field, uh, he would be walking with my group. And, of course, uh, that was a lot of fun because invariably a bunch of those fans would say, you're talking about an arrogant so-and-so, said, look at him. He's got his own priest walking with him when he comes down through there. Uh-huh. And, of course, uh, uh, Father Travis and I both would act to that and just rub it in. <laughs> so, you, so all the trash they talk, you're like, you know what, I can give it back just as much as them. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> Stephen won't even walk with me. Well, said, you're I... gonna get you're gonna get soaked with beer, and you're gonna get stuff, hot dogs thrown. He said, "I'm not even gonna walk with you," but I have fun with. Him. With with that in mind, and I know there's a lot of great rivalries in the NFL, especially with how high level these teams have been for the last couple of years. Do you view Cowboys Eagles as the best current rivalry in the NFL? Uh, of course, uh, you know how uh, biased this answer is going to be. And uh, I think anything that has draws a lot of emotion uh, uh, out of me, uh, it would be the, my own experiences. Uh, I love to play uh, uh, Philadelphia outside our division. The Raiders are uh, a great group to play with, uh, to play against. And um, we... Uh, and we've had some great games with that. I've gone right down and almost gotten up in the stands with the great uh, bunch of Raiders dressed up down there uh, ever away from Sunday. And, uh, and of course, they're going to tear you limb from limb. And when you get up close, they're uh, doctors, lawyers, business guys having more fun than anybody. <laughs> but yeah. so I just go right up in there and visit with them. <laughs> That's a good approach, man. That is a good approach. Go kill them with kindness or get back at them just a little well, bit. Well, I'm not so sure I'm being kind with what I'm saying, <laughs> but uh, uh, they're telling they're telling me where they're going to put their, uh, uh, if they're wearing some kind of pirate or something like that, the Raiders or something like that, uh, they're telling me where they're going to put that, and I'm telling me what I'm going to put whatever where I put it. <laughs> I appreciate you uh-huh. censoring yeah, that for yeah. our show. Jerry Thank knows you. what he's doing. Thank he knows you. what he's doing here.
Now, the, w w one of the things that's kind of buzzing right now is there's a big-time free agent in baseball, Jerry, and the, the contract number looks like it could be $600 million. And I was just kind of curious, do you ever see a point or have you been shocked by the, the amount of dollars? Like, that's almost, that's more than half a billion dollars right there going to one player. Do you ever see the NFL getting that type of contracts? Well, I, uh, for obvious reasons, uh, won't be specific at all. Uh, the dollars that are involved in sport today uh, have uh, exceeded anything I could have ever imagined and uh, on any basis, any place. And uh, it's like Bob Costa. Bob Costa told me before he was going on this new show that he had, he said, I want you to be on my first show, and I'm going to do it at the Super Bowl in Indianapolis. And I'm going to ask you some tough questions. And he said, the first one I'm going to ask you is about uh, concussion, and the next one is about uh, whether or not you've been up front with uh, everybody and players and fans about concussion. And then I, he said, the next thing I'm going to do is ask you about what you charge for beer. Mm. I said, boy, you, you're a real friend. I don't know if I'm going to be on this show or not, but <laughs> I do appreciate you telling me what you're going to ask. He started with the one about the price of beer. Mm -hmm. And I was ready for him, and I said, Bob, I said, uh, uh, he was talking about how much it costs today as opposed to a beer 30 years ago. I said, Bob, we used to be able to get a guy like yourself for about twenty-five to 50000 a year. Back then, do you want to tell these fans how much you're making now? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> he, he had to go to shake. We, <laughs> didn't, we didn't get it. But things have gone up uh, to be trite, and uh, uh, the, those numbers are, are uh, unbelievable. I know that's exactly the number that uh, a lot of people thought when we built AT&T Stadium. Mm -hmm. That AT&T Stadium, if costs uh, really got uh, uh, got out of hand, and if we built the kind of stadium I wanted to build, they said that that stadium was going to cost you $600 million. And there were a lot in the NFL that just said, no way. We're, that's gone so far uh, out of sight. And, of course, uh, uh, it didn't cost $600 million. It cost twice that. It cost a billion, too. But who would know that a few years, relative few years later, 10 or 12 years later, they'd spend over $4 billion on the stadium out in uh, uh, L.A. and uh, are likely to spend that on the next two stadiums that are real. So things have uh, elevated, and we all know why. Appreciate the insight as always, and obviously we're all hyped up for Sunday night rooting for them Cowboys. Thank you very much, sir. Good to be on with you guys, and uh, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for tolerating. I'm doing the same thing. I'm just nervously biding these hours away. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.